0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of One and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang, and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Hey,
1: guys. Hey, guys. How are we? we live. We're
2: yeah, live. Hey, We're uh,
1: live. I'm pretty sure we are live. <laughs> yeah.
2: For all the no people out there that were waiting for us,
3: sorry we're late. Was that your plan?
1: <laughs> yeah. How are we guys? It's
0: very good that we get to start again. Excellent. You? Yeah, yeah. I think we do. We do. Uh, five minutes technical minutes to go. issue. Technical issue.
1: First time for everything, eh?
0: Chris has dodged a bullet. <laughs> <minutes to>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's big birthday, Cam. Big fortieth, huh?
3: Big party, sore heads.
1: Big bill,
3: big big bill. No, that's all right. Bill didn't matter, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, big big party. Room full of people that are uh, all spiritually aligned was would uh, come together. Good and by that I mean love to get loose. Yeah. You wouldn't have got a word in, Lou, because we kept the microphone. You would have been no good at all. <laughs>
4: Very <laughs> so funny, that
3: no, was good. There was a few man of the match performances. I think my brother was a surprise, he ripped right in. I think uh, Crystal's sister, Tanil, if she's watching, <laughs> she was loose and struggling the next day. Might I add. <laughs> And then TL reckons he doesn't remember half the night. I reckon he's glad. No, I do
0: remember the whole night. There's no problem. It's just snippets. <laughs> he I think that, I think that my my drinks uh, had been spiked. Your night was spiked sharp, uh, sharp. around the end of the night. That's why I couldn't remember the end. <laughs> yeah, I remember disappearing. Uh, Twelve
1: o'clock. Twelve o'clock. Special?
3: my kids in the background. No, no, we would. It had to be. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I got yeah, back. At, I got back at three. Oh but wow! This we kept oh. going. You only
1: four wow. once. Good on you.
3: But it is amazing when you get a bunch of people in a room that had no idea who each other were. But when I looked at the list, I all those people were very similar. So by at some point during the night, it will be on for young and old. And it took a little while to get going, but then all of a sudden, kaboom! Yeah. Someone dropped the hand grenade, and we were off. So yeah.
4: very,
3: wow. very good night. Very One good. of the greatest. We'll never forget it or remember it at the same time. <laughs> I good thought work. I had a pretty good grasp of on what went on, but I've seen some photos and some videos. I distinctly don't remember. <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh. Oh,
1: good work.
3: You have a good night, Chris.
2: Oh, an amazing night, mate. Of course, amazing yeah, night. Made it. Amazing night. Yeah, That, that um, I've still got certain pictures scarred into the back of my retinas of people doing certain things to each other and it just, yeah, it wasn't good. Dance moves that you don't want to see two people do. Um, singing that you really don't want to hear. Um, yeah,
0: two That's brothers
2: good. two brothers doing dirty dancing, this sort of stuff. I mean, it just, yeah. It just, and But you know what I was really surprised with is your ability to look like the real Slim Shady. Oh. <laughs> that was and Rita even said to me, he goes, he knows every bloody word. I go, yeah. he's either knows every word or I just don't understand what he's saying, but it sounds like he knows every bloody word. Because mate, you I was dumpy and I was like, are you for real? Yes.
3: Yeah. I've kept that in the back pocket for a little while. He was trying to get me to do that at Rita's 50th, mate, but I uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was amazing it was really good amazing night amazing night
3: and i'm lord cameron wilson
2: lord cameron wilson
3: lord cameron wilson Christo <laughs> brought me a square foot of land in scotland so i'm officially a lord i've got the certificate to prove it
2: i've um, got to figure what is a real estate agent buy real estate i'm going to buy him real estate
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lord. and i thought cam's ego yeah i can see him putting it on his passport lord cameron wilson <laughs> you know, walking into the plane. I need to be upgraded. My name's Lord Cameron Wilson. Don't worry about the family. They can stay in the
1: economy. Just like
3: <laughs>
2: <family>.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good one.
3: No, a good I'll life. spend the rest of the week trying to recover. So we're still, where are we? Thursday? It
2: <laughs> was a big, big night, big night. All right. So what have we got
3: No, wine. Let's get into wine first. Betty's so, first. Ladies first he was he was that's why you said
1: it yeah you can go first Um, okay so this this week guys uh, Voyager Estate don't know if you've ever had it 2015 Cabernet Savion um, Margaret River Doesn't say much on the bottle, so I can't help you out much with what what it's about or whatever. But um, all it says, sustainably farmed and family owned, first planted in 1978. So I bought a batch of cellar release bottles. So this is one of them. So yeah, should be good drop. Awesome. I've got to take the lid off.
2: So I want something a little bit, little bit different. It's still a red. It's um, two grapes that I really can't pronounce the name of. uh, Two rarer sort of grapes it's a, a little bit of a boulder you know it's a, an austrian wine it's grown and about 45 minutes southwest of vienna um the guy who has the vineyard actually inherited the vineyard when he was 18 from his dad who passed away early and oh. he was uh, learning how to make wine in france at the time so his dad sent him off to france to let him grow grapes and make wine his dad passed away he come back to the vineyard and, and took over the vineyard. He's been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read up on the wine itself, it's supposed to be, oh, I think they just mentioned, like a, a bit of a stronger Pinot Noir. So uh, we'll see how mm-hmm. we go. I can try and pronounce the grape names if you want, but I'll tell you what, it's it's a, um, hang on, one grape's called a, I can't find it now, would you believe?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd believe
0: it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Have- uh, I have a French one, some um, Chapoutier, two thousand eighteen, Crow's Hermitage. Um, again, it's from the Côte Rhône so it's about uh, two hundred and fifty k's from the south of France. And, and uh, so the history is very simple. That that part of France is uh, big in wine. It actually started uh, over two thousand years ago with, with through the Greeks. And uh, the Chapoutier started their own winery some 200 years ago, 212 years ago, or 14. So you you look at that and you go, hold on, that's almost as old as as Australia.
4: Yeah.
0: And you look at the history, how these people just keep on doing the same thing over 214 years.
1: So what
0: is Chapoutier, Thomas? Is that the name of the wine? Oh, yeah. So M. Chapoutier is Michel Chapoutier. So that's the, the winemaker. The maker yeah. of one of the nicest wines we've ever had on this podcast, mind you, back in the day. Wow. The Chardonnay that you bought in. That 2012
3: Chardonnay that we all yeah had. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's, yeah. That, that's, still, that's still reputed as the best white wine in the world. Chateau Alouette. The Alouette. That's correct. Yeah. So now we're just having something that is from Crow's Hermitage. Mm. That's how How do you reckon? Who discovered alcohol from grapes? Do you
3: reckon? Who was the absolute legend? Have they gone down in history as one of the greatest people ever? Or, <laughs> or you think about how, like Thomas just pointed out, that wine's almost as old as Australia. And every, you know, you watch, you read about olden times, it was water into wine in Jesus' time. Who first worked out that if you squash enough, grapes and leave them sitting around for long enough you can get pissed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, probably the greeks
4: i was gonna yeah
3: but none of us know none of us actually
4: know. <laughs> That's good.
3: Good. i just want to know because in most of it most discoveries are by accident right so who accidentally discovered that, let's say gra- grapes yeah. yeah. Yeah, here we go. <laughs>
1: on the ipad he's googling
3: right, my wine even though it, uh, <laughs> Scores fairly highly on Babino is less about the wine and more about the story behind how I got it. It's a Wirawara 2020 Church Block from McLaren Vale. It's actually a Cab Sav Shiraz Merlot, so it's got oh. absolutely everything oh, in it. Yo. A nice blend. Uh, this was actually a birthday present from one of my staff, but the story: be- this uh, fellow's dad passed away in August last year, and this was the red wine that they always used to drink together. So he said, oh. "I don't know." About about much about wine but I know this is the one me and dad used to, to hoe into so have a go so thank you steve and a sentimental touch
1: that's
3: um, lovely and let's do it you all right so how you got the long COVID mate it is. isn't that cheers, fun That's lovely. Oh, oh, that's nice too. Mm. So that's funny. I looked this up. It was like 26 bucks a bottle, but it's a four on Vivina. Wow. So that's, that's
1: oh,
3: it's nice too. Mm, nice. Isn't it funny that COVID's gone and the flu's back and we haven't shut down the country? The flu's absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Flu's absolutely smashing everybody.
4: Mm.
3: Everybody. Know, it's not funny because it's
0: ridiculous. All right. Tommy, yeah, hey, hey, and one thing for sure. So so that you guys know, if you're traveling soon, the country is still crazy. Right? You know, a few weeks ago I went back to Belgium mm. to get out. They checked me, left, right, and center. Do you have this? Do you have that? <laughs> I got into I got into Belgium and I'm going, I need to get into Belgium. Uh, would you like to see this? No. Nah. Would you like to see that? No. Nah. Just Just go. Wow. Now, to get out of Belgium at the Qatar counter, do you have this? Do you have that phone? Are you serious? I'm going home. Do you have this? Do you have that phone? The guy next to me, he didn't, and and he really put on a really good show. I don't know what they've done, but they they must have logged in his name as Troublemaker, (laughs) because as soon as we arrived in Sydney, they got it. So that that poor guy because he didn't have one of the forms that they really wanted they just took him on the side that he, he had to leave with uh, an officer and I'm sure they probably you know, they, they probably wasted about three or four hours of his life mm-hmm. you know so we go anywhere there's no problem <laughs> in, in this country where there's, there's so so much uh, uh, what is it?
1: Freedom and, and
0: space and everything—we're just stuffing around with this. It's—it's it's actually give you more anxiety about traveling mm. than being overseas itself, you know, or being on the plane itself. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Someone's making money off it. That's that's. So don't 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 to talk too much about the flu because they might do that. Oh, monkey
3: pox, mate! Monkey pox. It looks like Chris has already got it. He's here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I haven't evolved, mate, but I can climb a tree really well.
3: <laughs> All right, let's get right. into this week. Topic, do we live by our own rules or somebody else's? Mm. <clears throat> Short question, big answer. Um, there's actually a conversation with TL that sort of raised it for me and that was about, about my birthday party and he he said to me, he said, "You taught me a lesson." I said, "What was that?" He said, "Well, in that room, you had everyone that cared." Hey, he didn't say that. He's hiding you behind.
1: had
3: what? Everybody cared. He's he's hiding behind it. He had a room. He had a room full of people that have, apart from TL, there was a room full of people who cared about me, right? And he said, "The lesson you've taught me is that you don't have to invite everyone just because it is actually possible." To just have people that are special to you in a room on a special occasion and that you know I, I said it a couple of weeks ago my birthday list was 50 strong but there was only five members of a 100 member family there um, and that was not because i don't like people or don't get along with people but it is i think we give out too many uh participation trophies even amongst <laughs> friends and family you know we weddings of 200 people where there's only sort of 10 people that should be there and and yeah. birthdays are the same and, and yeah at my wedding our wedding we had to, it was more financial based but we had a very strict list of who was invited and it was the same thing most of my family wasn't there mm. um, and that, that taught me the same thing they don't have to be you don't have to and so society says that we've got to invite everybody or make everyone a part of it just because And my rule is no we don't so Along those lines, how much stuff do we do because it's actually one of our rules, and how much stuff do we do because it's imposed by society or the expectations of others? Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, hundred percent, Cam.
2: The wedding that's thing, mate, that, that, the the wedding thing for me, mate. That's a it's a it's a very good point because when Rita and I got married, a traditional wild wedding, if you know, two hundred odd people. I probably only knew less than half of the people in the room, or I. Probably only met. I've only met the other over the rest of them probably once, maybe twice in my entire life, mm. and I've never seen, seen the majority of those people again.
3: Mm. How much? How much did that wedding cost?
2: Oh, back then. Well, I mean, we're talking twenty-three years ago, bloody yeah, sweet back then. then. But all together, a forty grand or something.
3: Oh, yeah. So you spent half of that on people that you didn't know.
2: Yeah. Mm. Oh, back then the. the you know, the in laws pay for their side, my parents pay for their, what well, my reader and I pay for. I get for it. Money. I get that it. That sort of thing. But you're right.
3: You're but right. Cool. It, right? But it's a consequence of it, right? It's a consequence of
2: it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it but absolutely. hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to have to also understand that the wedding, but the traditional way is not what Vernick and I stuffed up, which is uh, Vernick and Thomas are inviting you to the wedding. The traditional wedding is Mr. and Mrs. Dinola mm. and Mrs. and Mrs. Lover. Are inviting you right to celebrate the wedding of their children, yes, and so <laughs> and so it is an opportunity for the parents yeah. to almost show off that you know, hey, I, I have succeeded in bringing a man or woman to to this state of life, and so yes, the parents wanted to pay for it, and and, and yes, the, probably there's a lot of people you don't know, but it was mainly for parents to really. Have a uh, what is it a fifteen minute uh, celebration of what they've done of your life? Same question now. So, is that getting married, it now. getting married by your own rules or getting married by your parents' rules?
2: Then is that? Yeah, no, oh. it's getting married. Yeah, it's getting married by the parents' rules, but it's also getting married by your wife's rules because that's Rita. Wanted the like for me. I could have given a rat's ass. You know, I wanted a celebration, but I didn't care if it was ten people of my closest friends or you know two hundred. But it was what Rita wanted. It was what the parents wanted. It was what expected. So we were living, I was living by one someone else's rules. Um, I, I had one rule throughout the whole thing, um, which is whatever decision Rita wants, doesn't, don't let everyone else get in and change their mind. Um, so that was my rule, but everything else I said, just just have at it, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that we, we need to start really from somewhere first. So, so we can go back to your party and we yeah. can go back to your wedding. But I think that the, when I look at the question, do people really live by their own rules? I think it's the aim is to live by our own rules. But I, I have to say that, no, I don't think that anyone is do, do live by their own rules, you know? So I thought I thought a little bit more, first of all, there's, there's two things. Yes, we some of us live by the rules, some of us don't live by the rules, some of us live by a certain amount of rules they set, and some of us don't. So. <clears throat> Why don't we just first define rules? Mm. So what is a rule to, to you? I mean, what is a rule to each of us? Mm. Mm. Uh, I guess it's the,
3: in a way a GPS coordinates for how you live your life. Mm. In mm. A set of dot points, a set of things I guess values. There's going to be a lot of words intertwined in, in rule, isn't it? Because is it your values? Is it your morals? Is it your ethics? But all those things combine to how you would like to live your life and the rules you set by. It. That's mm. um, yeah. That set of standards uh, and standards are different to rules as well, but all sort of comes into the same same uh, <clears throat> umbrella.
1: I think for me, um, a, a a rule is can be or um, called an expectation. I think it's a similar thing. We set these rules, but these rules um, can also be expectations. And then when we don't uh, reach them or achieve them, or we know that we're actually reaching for them, even though they're not the right rules, we sense a, um, a feeling or your inner critic, I suppose, you realise you're not being authentic, um, or you set this expectation of what you expected it to be or or feel like or sound like or whatever. And, um, yeah, I think that's because, we, you know, we set rules like, for example, of I'll be happy when and then you get the thing that you've set out to achieve and you've expected when you get it, you're going to be feeling a certain way and you don't. But you've probably set that rule in the first place, not because really what you want, but probably perhaps because of what you think others might think of you by achieving that, if that wasn't too miscommunicated. <laughs> I'm trying to be yeah, more of how I, many views.
2: I think when it comes to rules, we've got to look at this. I think there's two sets of rules. There's a, you know, our social rules and our internal rules. I think the social rules are dictated to us, um, and whether it's by our circle of friends, our society or the government, there's, there's a set of rules that we're going to live by. And that's just socially dictated to us. But our internal rules are the ones I think that, Lou, where you were you touching on where it's our own expectations of what we want to do within our own lives and how happy are we to compromise on those sort of things. So there's some, some things that we won't compromise. And I think as we get older in life, our rules start to change, our rules start to to bend a little bit mm-hmm. um, where we wanted to keep everyone happy. And I, Cam, you touched on it before, well, that's an expectation that's becoming less and less important to me as I get older. And mm. I want to keep a few people happy and stay close to a, a smaller knit of people. So those rules change as we go along, but there's, there's two sets of rules, our internal and our social, I think. Mm. Um, but they also coincide when that the social rules are your direct family and your friends and so forth. So those rules start to blend in with each other as well. Um, mm. So. Mm. It's. It, I think it's an evolving. I think it's an evolving thing. Your rules are always going to evolve, and um, even when you start a new job and so forth, you know, learning learn a new set of rules within that within that company. Um, and you touched on morals and values before, Cam. I think those also were going to dictate a lot of our rules as well. And again, our, if if we're in a new group of people that their morals and things have changed, that's going to change our rules too. I think. It's hard to narrow down the
3: definition there, Thomas. What do you got?
1: It's very
0: hard to know. Uh, you know. I, I thought the first uh, definition for rules is it, it's if something happens then.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and so, for example, if my children um, are happy, then I'll be happy. That's a set of rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or if my children uh, become someone respectable in life and do good in life, then it means I have done very good parenting. It's a rule. So... It's an if-then rule with actions and being. I then also thought there's another set of rules, which is I will be happy if, so for example, if I went to your birthday, you'd say, I'll be happy if I could celebrate that night with just people who would matter to me in life. I would be happy if I could invite only the people that I would want around me if I was on my deathbed. So that is the rules of I'd be happy if. Then I thought there would be also, there's a set of rules of this must happen the way I want. So that that is a a set of rules now where we're imposing how the external world has to happen to us and for us to accept those conditions. Then I had the fourth definition that is, that this is what I want right? I want to make money. So the rule for me is if there's a bit of money, I want more than anybody else. If, there, if there's a little bit of money there, even if it's my brother, I don't want him to have it. I have. So, so mm-hmm. that, that to me, once I have defined those four style of rules, then now I can see the, the, the next bit. And the next bit for me is there's two, then, two groups of rules. There's the rules where it is a two-way rules. If I did that to you, Ken, that will meet the criteria but then i expect you to do that to me too Mm -hmm. then there is the one way rules which is when i do it to you it has to be that way but careful when you do it to me it has to be a bit different
4: Mm. Mm.
0: and and so you have fourth style divided into two categories if you will so it's almost i mean
3: western society was founded on rules wasn't it the 10 commandments isn't that the first set of rules that were imposed on us and it's You've almost even anyone. who, What percentage of the population would you suggest are actually able to live by their own rules and their rules alone?
1: Very uh, many.
2: No, not many, but I think Thomas hit the nail on the head when he mentioned that you know there are that there are a lot of people have the two two sets of rules and then one for themselves and one for something else, someone else. That's
3: yeah, something. one of TL's favourite songs is "I Did It My Way." Right?
1: Mm.
3: Does anyone really do it their way?
1: I don't
3: think so. in My opinion. Is it impossible yeah. to do it? Is it impossible to do it? your are Chris. You mentioned before your wedding was whatever Rita wanted, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because that's in a in a marriage sense. Is there me rules, us rules, group rules, wider population rules? Are they the four different type of rules we have as far as where they went, and do we contradict ourselves on our us rules to then have a we rule, does someone who has a rule about, I really want to do this for a job, but there's pressure on to be home at a certain time or do a different thing, is that living by your rules or an us rule that's not really agreed or someone else imposing their rule on you? Um, it gets very convoluted. Does anyone do it their way? I, I think people having
2: the intention to do it their way uh, until the barriers, the barriers that to do it their way are, are greater than their ability to overcome them. Like, you know, if somebody wants to change careers, but financially they're unable or they can't see a way of doing it and so forth. So they can't see a way to change that rule for themselves. Um, Sometimes people may need a hand to see a different way of doing it. But even though, but a, a lot of us, well, most of us are a lot harder on ourselves and our rules for ourselves are a lot harder than the rules we have on other people too. So there's a double standard in rules as well. I believe that you know we expect so much of ourselves sometimes, but we don't sometimes expect so much of others. Maybe it, is it because we've been let down by other people? We've come to learn not to rely on them, but and so forth. I don't know.
1: Mm. Um, mm. Mm. I think I,
0: yeah. I personally believe that nobody lives by their own rules. Uh, I personally believe that every one of us have got constrained in life because we are social animals, and by social animal it means that it's about compromise, making compromise, mm-hmm. and 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 probably to to contradict Chris, I even think that uh, the the rules that we make for ourselves, whenever things are a bit tough, we break them. I've seen people who who swear that they're so loyal, and then. When the hit shit, The, what is it, the shit hits the fans. It's like, oh, sorry, mate, I have to go. I, uh, I'm, I'm very sorry. I have to tell you this way, but I have to, I have to go right now because, really, uh, you know, uh, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. I'm, I'm pushed, and I'm sorry. It's, it's the norm out there. I don't believe that people even want to live by rules. You, you have a look at the number of people who every single day, even the four of us. Every single day we break rules. We're we are not very good animals in, when it comes to abiding by rules. And I don't really believe anyone who says... I, I sat down and I thought, who would really live by the rules in our times? And I was thinking, what about Donald Trump? Would Donald, is Donald Trump the kind of guy that lives by his own rules? And I'm thinking, no, he doesn't. Because if he did, he would have asked people to just get rid of Joe Biden and for him to stay. So, so he himself stays by certain rules, and he himself does certain things by certain rules. So I, I don't think that anybody on this planet lives by their own rules. Mm. Is you trying to? Everyone wants to try. Everyone says to try. Even Chris, I think, lives by his own rules. Mm. He lives Chris lives by the set of rules that Rita gave him on the, on, on the list <laughs> on his wedding night. night. He received a list of, this is Chris' rules. Rule. I've got, to, I've got to it on my chest now so I don't forget them. Can
1: so. <laughs> well, you go one step deeper, though, guys, when you think about it, and I'm just thinking about this right now, where do our rules come from? Do our rules come from our beliefs? Do they come from our upbringing? Where do we even when when do we even set those rules and what makes your rules or my rules or anyone else's rules right and yours wrong I think I think what happens and the sad thing is is I think um we end up building our lives and our personalities to some extent by the rules expectations as well as the definitions that society gives us and I think definitions is probably a key word there because look at you only have to look at um Social media with with young girls, for example, you know, it, 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 you've got to be size six, have big ass lips, and you know, fake hair, and all the rest. Like it, and and then you'll be beautiful. Like, are you kidding me? What a load of crap, you know. And I think these are rules that, you, and you see it with these young people. I was having this discussion with Eddie in my in my team today about how you know how he's got two teenage daughters and how horrified he is to see that they, they're they just constantly fed this stuff through social media and magazines and everywhere. You've got to be a certain way and then you'll be beautiful because if you don't look like that, you're, you're an ugly duckling. Like, what a joke, you know? And so where do our rules even come from? Where, Like, because we're not...
3: Said it started with the Ten Commandments and I think so, our rules, our own rules are, I think, designed by our own experience. You know, for me, I just got fed up with having to...
1: Just, Is it fitting in? Like, do we do we create
3: rules to fit in? Fit in? Well, well, you follow social norms, right? But I didn't, I didn't want to invite. I didn't want to invite 150 people to my wedding who I don't really have a connection with, right? And even, and so everyone's rules are defined by their own experiences. I guess there might be people who want 150 people at their wedding that don't give a shit about them. That that might be their rule. But hmm. I think society creates many rules, and it depends on how. Internally reflective, you are, or how much intestinal fortitude you've got, whether you'll buck the trend. We'll follow, we'll follow, you know, and uh, without getting into religious debate, religious people will follow a book written that, in a lot of cases, is completely crazy like, you know, fish into bread and water into wine and coming back to life three days after you're dead or finding. Hidden tablets buried under the, a tree, if in the case of a certain religion, right? Clearly, because and, and follow mental rules because they want to belong to something or or whatever it is. But
1: yeah, but uh, that's a very good point, though, Cam. So why do people in that religious world? Uh, is it exactly that? Do they follow that rule or set that rule because they want to fit in? So does it does is that is that why? Well, I mean,
3: it'd be hard to it'd be hard to decide. There'd be many different. I mean, I was raised a Catholic, right? But okay, so I was raised a Catholic. At some point, I realised it was bullshit, and I decided, no, it's bullshit. But then, many, many, many more people than me decided, no, that's that's faith and that's gospel. Pardon the pun, mm. and um, that's what we're going to believe in. So it just depends. I think we all have an inner an inner compass and an inner being and if we choose to some people choose to ignore yeah what their rules are i think we've all got rules inside us and some people choose to ignore what their actual rule what their actual rules are some people will do it for the love of another i'm going to forego everything i want to do in life because i'm scared of being alone or scared of being without this person um or i'm going to stick so solidly to my own rules that i'll die alone anyway it goes in many many different directions it's such a loaded question but yeah if we look at career for example we look at job we look at real estate one of the things that we always say to people is that we need a supportive partner if you don't have a supportive partner in the industry that we're in it's going to be very very hard to succeed and how many of us know people who don't have that supportive partner or are extremely supportive until they come home at seven o'clock one night and then all that support sort of runs out the window and all of a sudden the rules change so Mm. uh, go back to my question is it impossible to live by your own rules and what does it take to at least i guess you've got to understand what your rules are before you can start trying
2: I think as all humans, doesn't matter who you are, what religion, we, we have that tribe mentality. We we know there's security in tribes. We spoke about it before when we were talking about values a few podcasts ago. And we know if we break away from those tribal rules, we start to become an outcast. And it's the same in society now. You break those rules, you get put in a big concrete box. And if you break the rules within that big concrete box, you get put in a small concrete box, right? So it, there's, there's consequences for being working on the outside of those rules. Now you're within that con- constraint. You're going to find little groups that have different rules within those rules to yours. That'll be your little village. That'll be your little.
3: Isn't it funny that they're everywhere? Yeah. Oh, it's everything we do. Everywhere, people. They they say that the one is right, with the risk of getting shot. The one percenters are bikey gangs, and they're people who don't want to follow the rules and want to live life their own way. Except, their own bikey gangs have some of the most rigid rules, right. some, of the, some of the darkest consequences for breaking them. Right, more than general society. So is it?
4: Yeah.
2: But from
3: bikey gangs to from bikie gangs to religion, they all have their own their own oh, set of rules, right? Catholicism: you do the wrong thing, you actually go to hell and get burned. Right, that's fairly right. substantial, but. In a, in a sense of a gang, you actually physically die, right? That, that, <laughs> right, you're dead, you're gone. It's happening all over Sydney as we speak. So all these people are doing it their way and rebelling. And 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 I live by my own rules. Sorry, you're full of shit. Is that not the conclusion? On, like, is that?
2: I think no one can live by their own rules all the time. I think we've got to live within our belief of our guides that we want to achieve. Um, mm. But you can never live. By your own rules all the time. Because if you did and you were a rat bag, you'd have to be punished by someone else's rules. Mm.
3: I tried. So their
2: rules would be a consequence upon yourself.
3: Mm. I, I tried, probably from the age of 17 to 23. I was trying my absolute hardest to just live by absolutely my rules and nobody else's. It didn't end well. It didn't, it did not end well. There was nearly caged boxes there was nearly concrete boxes and everything in between and and that was just trying to rebel against um, having so many rules I think to begin with mm, that, that yeah. at the end of the day it was to be hell with all of it let's do it not we... from someone who's tried I don't think it's possible to completely live by your own rules you can exist mm. but you can't live.
2: Can I ask you this do you think
3: people that
2: like the Donald Trumps and Joe Bidens and whoever else in the world, maybe bend a few of the rules to their will to succeed in life. And they, they by manipulate, whatever rule. manipulate rules, bend rules, manipulate rules. They and is that the only everybody. way to succeed? Is that the only way to, sorry, is that the only way to succeed? Yeah.
3: Um, by whatever rule they had to live to get into power. So they're happens,
2: is- happens with real estate agents, right? Legally, we're not supposed to knock on someone's door who's got an active agency agreement, who's got a sign out the front. But we all know of agents that do it, right? There's a set of rules that are broken. Is it those agents that then are gonna be successful or are those agents the ones that have to, maybe they're breaking their own internal rules? I don't know. I mean, hmm. everyone's breaking them all the time.
1: Yeah. And like I said before, oh, oh, sorry, you go Thomas.
0: I don't think that the breakage of rules um, is testament to whether you're gonna be successful or not. Good. And the, the breakage of rules is just mainly someone looking for some easier way of doing things
4: mm, yeah you
0: know and, and i know that, we, that the word value has been mentioned now two or three times now in the podcast and i i, I don't think that values are uh, uh rules i think that values dictates the rules that we set yes mm-hmm. values are, are way 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 higher in the hierarchy than rules yeah rules are there for us to still survive or, or live with ourselves when we do break them. For example, loyalty. If, if he does that for me, then it means that he's loyal to me, right? Uh, however, even if he's done 10 things good by me and he does one wrong thing, then he's disloyal to me. So mm-hmm. that's why I am now disloyal to him. And, and because you have those two rules working against the first rules that you said, you're okay with breaking that rule, and so rules are actually pretty weak because people can make them up. And 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 where you can see rules being very weak are the relationship between parents and children. Mm. How many times don't you have rules so strict until the kids got a car, and now you dilute the rule a bit. You you and then the kid doesn't come home, and so now you sit down with the kid and you dilute even more. You put even more milk in this uh, chocolate. Mm. And, and, and right at the end of the you, you don't even realize, but it's his own rule, you know? And to answer one of the questions that you guys asked earlier, like, like who sets those rules? But I think it is the society. Yeah. We talked about the bikey gangs, we talked about the, 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 the religions, but it is it is society. You go into a Western uh, uh, society, it's a very different set of rules. In the movie, Seven Years in Tibet, and there's a book by Heinrich uh, the Austrian um, uh, alpinist um, who who was playing a game and, and he wanted to win, and one of the ladies from Tibet looked at him and says, "You Westerners are very funny. You you don't just you can't just enjoy the moment. You just have to do something to win. What for? You know." And and I think that the um, because in that society. It's not. It's not what defines you. Where in our society, mm. it defines us. Like yeah. so, really, what sets the rules depends on the society. Our society wants what? Our society wants success. Yeah. Possessions, yeah. Reputation.
1: Yeah.
0: Respect. Fame. And therefore, now all our rules has to be around getting those.
1: Mm absolutely
0: you yeah. know like the the rules that uh cam said for example for his birthday party was around like who do i invite that? i say i, I would spend money on be- and because i get the love back so he does follow a certain set of rules in order to decide this is a thing but once he's made the decision it's very easy to say yeah it's my rule but then you will see the day that his daughter gets married that he probably, and she said, no, I want to invite these people, and, 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 and he goes, well, no, you will see how fast he will dilute that rule, because now it's okay to dilute. So mm-hmm. I, I was sitting down and I thought about rules, actually, yes, they do change, but they do change because of our life circumstance. The people who can follow their own rules the most are single, single young or single old right? But, but the moment that you are in a couple, the moment you have a family, it's a dilution of rules, constant.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: A dilution and uh,
3: trying to think of a better word than sacrifice or annihilation are, are different words, right? Of course, 100% agree, as soon as you got more people around you or more people dependent on you or you're dependent on more people, those rules should dilute, probably should is a better word, should dilute, mm-hmm. but should, you have to give up completely your own rules. I mean, we we know people who, um, for want of a better term, have their balls in their wife's handbag. Mm-hmm. We know people who have given up potentially successful careers because they were getting pressure from um people within their circle is there it it is okay to still have your rules i believe remembering that when we get into a relationship you had those rules when you met Right. you had those rules when you met so someone telling someone no you need to quit your job because you don't get home till seven o'clock society would say or or on the other side no you have to stay at home and watch the kids right it goes both ways because i'm sure there's many a mother or father who has wanted to be something in life but the rules were no you have to watch the kids right yes so just make sure this isn't a, a a biased conversation but dilution of rules yes giving up your rules if you have things that you espouse to and things that you want to be in life that should never be given up one wholly and solely for another person. Otherwise, that
1: that
3: relationship probably wasn't meant to be. And I'm not even, I'm not talking necessarily intimate. I'm talking friendship. One of the things we talk about is people's association, right? So if you've got dead shit friends who say, who are bagging you for working too much, then that's probably not a relationship that wants to be.
1: You know, the thing that that probably scares me the most as a, a, a mother and watching the young children come through is, I think for all of us here, I think we probably know that we have rules. I don't think we even know what most of our rules are or all of our rules are, but I know that we probably know we have some. What scares me today with the kids growing up is the world is so fast paced and in your face that I don't even know that people actually know their rules. I think they just tick superficial boxes to keep up with the Joneses and to meet the definitions and the expectations that society puts on them. I think, unfortunately, it there's a lot of that, that happens that people don't even know their own rules, to be honest, well, that, I, that's well, what I think, you it know. It keeps going
3: back to society imposed rules, I get it, but oh, if no. we, if let's talk about in a marriage or a relationship, let's talk about in a career sense. Let's talk about where one person's rule is I've got to take over the world and the other person's rule is would really love you to spend more time with your kids. Let's talk about where do rules come into everyday life? Where do they come into our offices? Where do they come into our staff? Where do they come into a, in a career sense? It's very hard, very easy to be want to take over the world when you're single, which mm-hmm. is why I implore any I implore mm-hmm. any staff we ever have that are young and single to just run like hell because that's all gonna change one day. And then dilution of your rules, dilution of your wants and needs, because it has to meet has to meet the relationship. So where does that come into it?
1: Yeah, well, I think then where does the the question is, is it is it easier to live by society's rules because it takes a hell of a lot of courage to live by your own rules you know, like, I think, unfortunately, because of the definition expectations and everything that society puts on a lot of people, a lot of people numb their own feelings and their own thoughts. And they just say what they think people want to hear, as opposed to say what they feel they should say to their own detriment. Sometimes, you know, I really think that's a, that's, that's a thing. Like, I've been in a situation where I've even thought, that's not really that's not my authentic self speaking that's me telling this person what they want to hear which now older wiser i understand that was the wrong thing but how many people do that because it's easier to fit in than to stand out for the wrong reason you know
2: we're going to dilute our rules when we merge with someone else because when you combine with someone else you're taking two sets of rules into one they've got to be compromises Um, I think, and that's probably why a lot of marriages fail, is that people don't communicate very clearly before they get married. Um, I know Rita and I had a lot of conversations about that before we got married, about her career and, you know, what was expectations on each other and so forth. Um, So if people don't do that, this is only going to create angst and issues once they they do join a family in a marriage, whether it's, doesn't matter how old you are, if you haven't had those conversations. Um, So compromise is wherever you go you've got to compromise on certain things but I think the biggest thing is people have to look at the other side of the coin if it's not your rule because if it's not your way doesn't mean it's the wrong way and I think I mentioned to you before that I had an issue today where someone's done something I I have in my rule said no prejudge them this is my decision on that but after a good few good conversations I thought to myself I don't know what's her story, what the story is in the behind the scenes of that. Mm-hmm. So I need to adjust my thought process on that. My rule, stop living by my rule because her mm-hmm. rule may be different. Yeah, exactly. And that's now a compromise on my point. But I had to take the, the time, I had to take five to 10 minutes, yes, it took me that long, just to stop and think about, you know, what was, what was on the other side of that coin. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people do that. They're so quick to judge everyone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Be nice,
0: everybody. Someone's going through something different than you. Seriously. Something,
1: something I like.
0: I, I, I think that you, know, you you said something very smart, uh, Chris, because only when, you, only when you let go of your rules and start looking at her rules, you can understand why she said what she said.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. How are you supposed to let go of them when people write books like 12 Rules for Life? Like <laughs> we've studied the book. I'm serious. There's so many people trying to give us their rules, and then he wrote a book called 12 More Rules for Life. But, Ken, what's your favourite book? What's it called? Um, The Four Four Agreements. Agreements. What's rule number one? What's agreement number one? Be impeccable with your word. Number two? Don't take things personally. That's number three, isn't
2: it? You're responsible for everything in your life.
3: No. Don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions. Always do your best.
2: Don't make assumptions. I'm assuming that I my rule should be right for everyone. Right? I'm making that assumption. Yeah. I'm making the assumption that my rule's right. Mm. Forget for everyone that my rule is right. My Mm. rule could be bullshit. My rule could be wrong. Yeah. We need to have we need to have the intelligence to sit down and go, hang on. Maybe that's not the right way.
1: And a good example, a good example of exactly that. I think I brought this up in a podcast previously, but it was a situation where it was a lady's birthday and she expected this big hoo-ha from the husband and whatever else. He went to work, said happy birthday, and walked out the door. No big, you know, good morning, here's a present. La 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 la. And when she nutted it out, what she realized was her expectation of how he should have reacted to her birthday was her rule. But that wasn't his rule. It was, and what let her down was her expectation of him being or living her rule, which that's his life, and he doesn't share that same rule, so to speak. And I think in relationships, especially, women can have a rule and men can have a rule. And what lets you down is not necessarily their reaction or what they did, it's the expectation that you put on your or them that you expected to receive. Your rule. Exactly. How do, we, how do we
3: tie it into work? How do we tie it into real estate? How do we have rules? How do our rules, we're all owners of the business here, right? yeah, How do we our rules affect the staff? I'm interested in TL's pointing Hang on, he's been too There oh, cool. you
0: go. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> I think that rules are circumstantial anyway. So, so far, I, I'm hearing that, you know, yep, we can't leave our, our own rules. And people make up rules as they go. So, in real estate, it's not about rules. It's, it's about, you're going to have to find out what's happy but for a person. Mm. One of the things that I have realized is most people don't know who they are. Yeah. So how are you going to ask people who don't know what they make, what their makeup is, who they are, to make up rules for themselves?
4: Mm.
0: It's, it's not possible, guys. Right? Well, so follow your rules, right? So man. yeah, no, no. So this is this is the thing. If if in society, if you don't have, if you don't know who you are, then so, most likely society or another group or a religious group, or a gang, whatever it is, they will impose and you will have to embrace their rules because if you don't know who you are, you might as well just embrace whatever you can. Mm. And and so in real estate, I I think one of the first things that leaders must do is to really spend the time and find out and having a conversation with the person while they're doing their job to help them find out who they are because they will clarify their rules. Hmm. Now, if your rules is towards a positive, and and that is about enhancing the other person, enhance. so I don't care about really what the the 10 commandments are about, but I, I bet you when you look into the whole lot, it's about how to live life on certain values that enhances position, enhances whatever situation you're in. Then I think it is possible to find out why certain people are are certain ways. I mean, for the moment, I'm reading a book on the psychology of money. And in chapter one, what he's talking about is everyone has got a psychology of money. The way that you have grown up with money will tell you how you behave with money. For example, they said they spoke to John Kennedy when he was alive and said to him, Do you remember the, um, I mean, how was your family uh, uh, in the, uh, during the depression, and he said, uh, "Depression, we got actually richer. We got bigger house. We got more people working for us." And so for him, money—that's—it's nothing. Money is just a community that comes. But for a guy like me, whose parents have lost their business twice, fled their own country once, and then fled the uh, the second country again, and 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 struggle for years, I have been groomed up with looking at lack looking at money as a struggle, looking at money. And it's so hard for me to really try and change that psychology. And so therefore, my rules are going to be different. Now, answering your question, Cam, what if then you have a John Kennedy working for you and then you have a Thomas working for you? Suddenly you have two set of rules that are different just about money. Suddenly now, the way you set commissions, the way you pay me commissions is going to be very different style. Yes? And... And you will probably have me, if, if, if I just make a mission, like, you know, I, I would probably pray for God to look after you and make you, like, uh, immortal, where John Kennedy would have probably sat down with you and said, you serious? Is, is that all you're talking about? When can I have your chair? And, and so we, we have very different than set of rules already. So mm-hmm. only when a leader knows the history of a person, and I talk about money because money is big in real estate. To me, the real leader in real estate is quite often the money because in most real estate offices, the leader is absent. The leader in most real estate offices is nothing else but a 400-pound gorilla who happens to own the business. So whatever he says, goes, and, and therefore, there is no leadership. There is no one taking the time, sit down and go, all right, what, what is this person about? How, how can I just get that person to see that their rules do not have to be broken to do well
3: here. Mm. So, yeah, you can of answer my next question, which was, do we think not just in real estate, but in all employment, that the, the boss has a set of rules and it's either you adapt to my rules or or else? How many do you think most don't? It's the fact that everyone coming into your office or your factory or whatever it is, has their own set of rules as well.
2: I think that's the culture that we talk about often the, um, within a business. There's the culture is the unset and writ of written rules, right? The un, the, writ, the unwritten set of rules, not the unset and written rules. It, within a business, right? And you come into that business, you you get moulded into that set of rules. Oh, you don't touch my lead, I won't touch your lead, you don't farm my area, I won't farm your area. There's the unset and then there's the written set of uh, rules within that business.
3: No, I just mean rules of being, you know, like even on the flip side, so you try and be positive, right? You turn your office into a Google where everyone's sitting on Swiss balls and playing PlayStation and doing whatever. That's us assuming that that's a rule that everybody lives by to have have fun like that. But that's, that's not going to be the case either
2: some people are going to want, you know, an hour lunch, two hour lunch, to go, occasionally to go and have a nice meal with these, the some staff. Some people are, you
3: know, gonna so no are going to want no
2: noise.
3: So as, as leaders, do we really, and obviously it's very hard. You've got 50 employees, very, very hard to have 50 people with different rules and cater to all of them. So how do you all, in an office of four people, four people with a different set of rules, how can you possibly cater to that?
1: Mm. I think what Thomas said earlier is you've got to you've got to be a leader that sits down and knows your people.
3: But you can't run a business four different ways.
1: No, you, not- so you can't. But you can you can run people four different ways. You know you have you, got to you've got to be flexible and you've got to adapt. You've got to be able to know what drives the individual and know and whether it's a it's whether it's a um, mindset around money, uh, relationship. You know, hard work or connection or flexibility, whatever you've got to know. You've got to know their rules, but you've got to know their values and you've got to know their goals. You, it, it just boils down to I you've got to understand.
3: Know- but how do you cater to all of that? So, in extreme examples, right? Someone who has to have fun, someone who wants no fun. How do you cater to that?
2: Kim, I don't think I don't I, think you cater yeah. to everyone. Um, I think those people will compromise their rules if you're a leader that's inspiring and that's showing them a way to where they want to go those people will compromise their rules and i think if you're a leader that can do that you will intrinsically understand those people and know how to have no fun or how to have the fun or whatever with those people
1: i think it's also like knowing your people but they also know that okay a a business has a, a business has rules like we have rules that we're legislated by we have culture rules we have you know rules that we have to follow just so we don't break the law kind of thing. but I think you've got to give the people the flexibility and the freedom to be themselves, but understand them and what drives them. I think if you if you do it that way it's not such a hard thing. but if you're the leader that goes in and like Thomas said 400 pound gorilla and it's his way or the highway and it's this and everybody's crap and you know it, th- that's impossible. that's impossible. I, I, I just don't you know people might stay in the short term but you're not going to be, you're not going to have loyal employees or, you know, you're going to have people breaking
0: I'll the rules. Give you, I'll give you two analogies. One from my mum. She said, how do you deal with your children when one is so thin and, and skinny, you have to feed him all the time, and the other one puts on weight in a split second that you have to tell him to stop eating. Yeah, good. So 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 you you do you come up as a mother with one set of rules? No, right? This is what we eat, and this is when we eat, and this is the the the, uh, the quantity. And second analogy, a business is almost like a car. I'm not going to say Formula One car because that's straight away that I'd be wrong. But it's like a car, and you look around and you have you you know you need four tires, four wheels. Well. You're not going to say, unless the wheels has got a red stripe, I'm not having it. right? So yeah. if, because you have to get your car from A to B, it's up to you to find a way to fit the wheels and, and then get the car there safe. So that's what it comes down to. It boils down to having to answer your question, cam, a business leader must have minimum rules, maximum flexibility. So mm-hmm. the only rules is get to target. The only rules is meet your okay. target. Yes. The way you're going to go there, if you want to do it fun way, I'm with you. Now, you want to do it the hard way, I'm with you. And and that is great leadership. And mm-hmm. I think that the COVID-19 has really gone the manpower to realize how, how strong they are now. Mm-hmm. How, They've got so much more say, and now that they have lived through two years of seeing their leaders, like, almost canning them, closing the shop on them, stopping paying them as soon as it happened, and they still survived. They went, oh, gee, I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. Now I know I can live, and I can survive without him. So so now manpower knows now I'm going to set my own rules. So if a leader is not flexible with rules, in the future. His business will not survive.
3: So how does that, how does someone who's been in it since 1926, and this is how I did it, and this is how I was brought up, same as parents, right? I think I quote the same thing to parents. A lot of people try and raise their kids the same way they were raised,
0: right? But you don't have to go far. You don't have to go far, Ken. Just two seconds and you can continue. There are leaders right now who are telling people Man, I don't understand why they shouldn't be doing 100 calls. When I started, I had to do 100 calls every day. So don't have to go far.
3: Right. Thank you. But I haven't said that for at least a week. So I didn't say it was you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, definitely wasn't me because it was 150 or you were sacked when I started. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah. that's it. I, that's not about how, but how does someone who's entrenched in that? A parent or a business leader. This is how I did it. This is what I know works because I know this works because I did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My parents raised me this way, and look at me. I'm awesome. Right. I'm not saying me, Thomas. You don't have to go far. It's okay. But yeah. how does how does someone break that mentality? They go
0: they go broke to start with because if they don't, they're going to go broke. Right. But um, you don't have to break it, Cam. If you look through history, and I thought that Darwin had actually proved that case already, right? Is that most of those guys will end up being a fossil. You, you will see those guys at by the desk fossilize one of these days because that's what they thought business was going to be. Yeah, but how does someone who's even started to
3: fossilize change it, right? Because we see that. We we all know people who are who are starting to look like a relic that's been dug out of a trench somewhere in the mid east asia where the tyrannosaurus rex was last sighted right we we know this but
0: how... I, think, I think we're talking about another subject here I, I think that if that person's got too much pain no, they're in going people, to change their rules no no if that person's got a lot of pain in their life they will change if if the most inflexible guy if if he needs his business to go well because his wife is about to be operated and he needs a million dollars to send her to America and get an operation, he will change his his rule. Right. If, if, if a guy has been in business since 1927, as you said, and he's comfortable and he's got his 20 houses and it, he will not be that flexible. So as much as I'm looking into a recruits life in order to see how is it that I can really get the best out of it. When to answer your question, I have to look into the leader's life. So this is this leads me to the point I'm trying to make a, earlier, which is rules are circumstantial. They change because your life changes. Mm. I, I guarantee you, they are if, if I took top, 10 of your top rules and you went back to 20 years ago, they're totally different to what they were.
1: Mm, absolutely.
3: I still won't drink VB. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I still won't drink VB. <laughs> that
2: and cream Forget that.
3: <laughs> oh, well, that's just glorified VB. Yeah. The only time I ever say no to a client, he says, "Do you want a beer?" And I see him walking with VB. I'm going to go.
0: Oh, sorry, mate. I'm really not feeling well.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it, it's a funny thing, you know. When I went back to Belgium, my brother-in-law's. Um, they brought all the best Belgian beer to my pants. And then we had some of the heaviest BBs that I have never heard of even Belgium, uh, in, in Australia. And all I asked them was the equivalent of Fosters and VBs. That's all I asked them. And they looked at me, it's like, are you, are you serious? I said, see, that stuff or that kind of stuff I had but then this thing here, I, I will never have a mass in Australia. There's no way I'll get a mass. So, and and I'm yearning for this, you know. And and, and that. So my way ten years ago, I wouldn't even touch that stuff. I'd go, no, I just want the best tapist, the best one uh, uh, beer from that those kind of mounts. So my rules even changed. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, and I can put you on the spot. Doesn't matter whether you like it or not. You haven't
3: always, you haven't always been known as the most flexible bloke ever. Yeah, yeah. You've spoken about it before. You, you, you had very, very strict standards for a very long time, and a set of rules that, for a long time, were very rigid. What, and back to my question before about how does someone who's turning into a fossil, I wasn't saying you were turning into a fossil, mate, but if the shoe fits, where is it? So as someone who was so rigid in their rules for such a long time, I don't I don't know if it was pain that made you change that or, or helped you or made you think maybe the rules need to bend a little bit. What, What helped you understand that maybe the rules need to bend a little bit?
0: Oh, it's a, it's a good question, but I think that um, it, it's going to be a very long answer. How, I don't know. I, well, I'm used to I, is- I would say that the, uh, in short answer, is because I see more benefit in changing. I, I think that before- in, in, intelligent, intelligent people are okay to change their mind. But for a long time, you weren't. No, for a long time. I, I did. I I, I change people. I mean, if I can't change the rules, I change people. The rules didn't change. People yeah. changed. So yeah, that's what, where.
3: Where was there a shift in?
0: You, you start running out of people, or and and, I, and I'm sure. Like my my mother is saying, you know, as I get older and older, and I and I probably visit my my friends for the last time at the cemetery. I, um, I, I'll have less people to to replace with. Therefore, I probably even be more flexible with my rules. But at this point in time here. Yeah, I think that I see more benefit. Also, I've done a lot of work on myself. And and I, I also realized that a lot of my rigidity came from uh, my fear of, uh, of people. I think that I've received such a heavy, uh, I won't say traumatized, but in many ways, I probably would say that uh, if someone said that to me, I'd say traumatized, but such a heavy uh, upbringing that there's a lot of rules because rules brought me security and and, and therefore being so strict to those rules that is the that's the only walls that I know of Mm. and and so now to be able to go out there and entertain it with other people man, that that is like almost breaking down my own walls and trying to see new faces you know Mm. and in order to do that the only way you can do that is by uh increasing your inner security
1: Mm yeah 100 percent. i think too um and not not in saying anything towards like that's thomas's way or anything like that but i think it's hard for men and women equally like for example men have been brought up that you don't cry and you don't show emotion and you've got to be tough and you know you got to fight and you've got to do this and all the rest of it and women you know the other end of the scale so i think unfortunately we we are taught or or we learn to conceal a lot of who we really are but I think as we get older our life experiences and circumstances and you you just start to know that it's okay to be who you are and say what you feel and show emotion and do all the rest of it I think but unfortunately what society does and and the expectations and the definitions that are put on us is that if you're a bloke you don't cry and if and if you're a woman you look after kids you don't you don't work you you stay at home and cook and clean and look after kids well no 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 not today you don't do that but i think that's also what makes it hard as well as it's it's hard to it's hard to um not go with the flow but then you get older and you realize you want to go against you know
3: i think there's enough people now that have broken a mold for it to be easier for people to to know yeah. to, to be their own. You, you look at um, gay rights and, and women's rights and yeah. um, the equality movement, enough people are, and the anti-bullying and, and all that stuff that and I thank TL for sharing, but the mm-hmm. word that I picked up on was security and I can relate. Well if you've only got your own rules and they're extremely rigid, you're safe. Yep, yep. No, one, no one can hurt you, right? And it's not until you step outside that safe place and understand that you've still got two arms and two legs and you're still breathing, holy shit, then you can start to explore other rules or, or at least, in, at least examine your own.
4: Yeah. You
3: know, you know people have. I, I will not jump out of a plane. That's a rule I have. I will not.
2: Come on, man. Come on. Let's all four of us do it. I will on. not
3: jump out of a all plane. At the same time. That's my safe little box. All right? Um, and that's a that's a menial, superficial example. But I'm sure if I did jump out of a plane and landed safely and had the time of my life, all of a sudden, I'd be okay to jump out of a plane. Just quietly. It's not happening. But
4: mm-hmm.
3: security is a thing. Security is what Gives yeah. it to ourselves, and it's not until we realise one day, well, hang on, am I happy? Is my little box really safe? Because is it giving me the life I want, or the people around me the life they want?
4: Exactly. Right. Yeah.
3: Um, I think anyone who uses social pressure now to 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 as an excuse for not doing what they want to do in life is using it as a cop out because it's too easy you can use social media you can use this you can use that social media is that easy to turn off that i could delete facebook on my that, phone right now
4: totally disagree in,
3: in two seconds right there are enough and as i just said there are enough people who have carried the flag there are enough people who have gone first there was the first person to come out and say i'm gay there's the first person who come out and say i want to be a woman there's the first person who came out and said, I want to sit on a bus next to white people. It's all being done. And, and but then but then right? there's
0: Ricky, there's Ricky Gervais who said yes, but he's fought very hard to have the right never to be in the bus again.
1: <laughs> but yeah. That's... What I mean
3: is there's enough people who've done it before. And I know the fear might be there, but one of the things we've you know, Thomas goes back to his, his books and his training manuals. Feel the fear and do it anyway. There's enough people who've done it before. So if if you really want, you can. If if social media is really putting that much pressure on you, you can turn it off. It's very easy to turn but, it
1: off. You, but Cam, if it was that easy, social media is just like any other addiction: smoking, drugs, drinking, everything else. Seriously, if it was that easy, it is not. You've got teenage kids. I have teenage kids. Seriously, it is not easy. It is in your face. It's on your phone. It's on your TV. It's, it's on your radio. So Stand what off. do you do? Not leave your bedroom and not walk out of your room and turn off. I'm off not talking,
3: so about, I'm talking about rules that we live by. I'm not talking about um, at a kid's age who you really but don't unfortunately- know and you don't know what your rules are. All right. I understood. That's good on it's you, work.
4: Work. you can't it You off.
1: can't not send your kids to school. You can't not send your kids to school and be. Have no, a, but what I'm saying
3: is no. I'm not. Listen, don't don't listen. Lou. That's a Lou. conversation. It's not. I'm not talking about children. Okay, children don't know what rules they're. The children live by the rules we give them, right? Which is more to my point. Children, especially, don't live by their own rules. They don't really have a choice in the matter. Okay. Yeah, What I'm talking about is people of adult age yeah. are saying, oh, society pressed me to do this or I feel peer pressured or that. that easy to break that cycle. It's not even funny.
4: The fear is still there.
3: The fear is still there. But as I said, I can delete Facebook in two seconds. I realised at 15, 6, 15, 16 before I realised the Bible was bullshit, right?
1: Do you and could um, you delete Facebook right now? Hey? Would you, would you and could you delete Facebook right now? 100, no no, not a chance, not a problem at Way, I'll
3: do no it way. right now for you. I could because I don't have I Facebook
0: have anyway. Uh, hey Lou, you picked the wrong person. Go and have a look. Wait, now. wait, wait wait wait, 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 I uh, I don't I don't think that we need to go there. You can you can you need to think about this and, and decide because here's my thing: whether you delete Facebook or not, Louise doesn't make a difference and and where i agree with louise it's gone way beyond that now we're talking about rules there are two major rules for the moment as it's a cancel culture Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: walk these are the two biggest set of rules right now on social media you can delete your facebook and it doesn't matter what you do here now what you do when 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 you go and tell clients what you do when you it, you, you're still setting up other people who are now using that window of social media to transmit your message anyway. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really matter, man. We have the, the time of canceling, uh, of getting rid of the uh, social media, that's gone. Whoever has written, get rid of social media, that, that is material of two years ago.
4: Mm-hmm. The new
0: material now, you can cancel whatever you want. Well, well, your your life is now social media. Period. But mm-hmm. Blaming
3: that, blaming that for your rules.
1: Unfortunately. sweet Don't blame not, other people
3: but, for your rules.
1: No, but but the thing is, can I don't mean
3: we'd find a way to argue on this topic, but I'll one. You blame other people. Oh, it's, the Bible, sorry, told, me to, the Bible told me to do it. Facebook told me to do it.
1: My friend... No, didn't like me no, no, no. But if oh, we get no. back to the context of what we're talking about and, and people's rules, do people live by their own rules or do they live by the rules that society and social media puts on them?
3: Absolutely. No, I think people right. live by other that's rules. But I'm saying to
1: break What social media says is you've, you've got to look the part, sound the part, nice car, make a million dollars, you've got to have the best house, you've got to have. You know, you you know when we say that, guys.
2: We say that though, but you think about people in, like, even people that you know or people that are a few people that are famous, they stand out because they're different and they walk to their own set of rules. They don't conform. And those people, they may dress differently. They may talk differently. They got a little bit quirky. They've got their own sort of special rules. Who's right? the people we remember.
3: Yeah. Can who's I say Whose rules do who's Elon Musk before, mate?
2: But mate? I agree with so is me. I
3: agree if with
0: you.
2: If we all conform, hang on, let me finish. Special if ones conform, make the rules. They don't follow the rules. If yeah. we all conform, the world's well, well, going to be a very boring place. The special people. If we all conform, as all cookie cutter bloody uh, people. We can't conform with each other. It's those special people. I-, I mean, one of, one of my new rules in life was the last few years is experience different things because we had that security blanket, right, to protect ourselves. But those people that we know, there's their classmates, their workmates, their famous people, people like Johnny Depp, people like um, Robin Williams was a little bit of a strange unit. They had these own special rules,
3: sorry? Yeah. Elon Musk, mate, right. whose rules does he follow? The special the, people, Again, Elon the Musk. There's lots of them. Special people make the rules. They don't follow the rules. No. That's right.
1: he, he, but but even, then the rest of the world follows the rules. Yeah, they
0: do. Even Elon Musk follow rules. Good it's enough. not. It's not because he's coming out with something. Listen, even Elon Musk follow rules. Even Elon Musk wakes up in the morning and goes, man, I better get dressed. People can't show <laughs> <Yeah>. me. So even, <laughs> even Elon Musk goes around and saying, hold on, the more I get into this Twitter, the more money I lose in Tesla. Maybe I should find a, 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 a way of getting out of this deal without losing faith. I mean, even Elon Musk follow rules, right? The only thing is this. We give importance to these guys about rules. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: But we ourselves should really have a look. We have. Let's forget just the employees for the moment. We have two, two, three, four, whatever children. We set rules. Mm-hmm. We set rules, and you know what? The, the person that they become tells us whether our rules been very good or effective. That to me is more important than the rules that Elon Musk had come up with. You know, because it, I, I think, again, we've been brainwashed by society that a rule that we live by is only as good as the number of people we sway to, uh, to the rule. Are you serious? What, what about that child that was born and, and given to us? What about having that child to be a, such a successful, independent human being? How many set of rules did we have to make you know, in a couple in order for the child to just stand up as a human being that will just live the ground where he stands or she stands? That to me is way bigger than making a car man. Yeah. And, and, and again in the, philo- in, in the psychology of money, you know, Bill Gates actually credited his school for Microsoft. He said, if I hadn't gone to that school, which was the only school that had a computer in the school, Microsoft would never exist.
3: Didn't you have to break into it? Didn't you have to break a rule to get to that computer initially?
0: Right, well, I don't know. I don't know. That's he didn't talk, talk about it. But I know from reading another book that he had a lot of discussion, even I think, whether him or Dell with with HP and and. I, I think we're going to have to stop thinking that the people who sway some of the most, so, so, so more people, therefore it gives relevance to their uh, rules. I, I'm going to now say this to you. Uh, earlier I was trying to talk with you and say nobody lives by the rules. I I believe there are some individuals who do. The only way that you can really live by your own rules are by being a hermit. I think that the monk who goes into the rocks deep into himalayas are probably the only people who can live by their own rules and they go if they don't feed me i die mm. Mm. and and, and if, if they feed me I, my rule is that i'm going to sit here and try to reach nirvana by just try to meditate and empty my my head maybe those are the only people but as long as we are living with one other individual on the planet because we're social animals we have no right to just say to claiming that i am a human being who live by by my own rules You're you're a liar yep all that you live by is your set of compromises yeah okay so that's me closing what about you guys closing and you can close last game it's your subject this week.
2: I'd like to say just simply, I think if we change the way we look at things, <laughs> things we look at are going to change. Simple as that.
0: Nice.
1: Mm. Cool. Um, I would say set your own rules and live the life that you want to live. Spend it with those you want to spend time with and do the things that will make you feel the way you want to feel, not just in the moment, but, but for tomorrow, because even though tomorrow is not promised, we must have hope that it will come, and when it does, you won't be regretting the choices that you made yesterday.
0: I, I just want to have a clarification. No, wait. wait. You, you, you set, set your own rules. Wait, no, 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 don't you take this from Okay, me. all right, all right. Don't then, you now. take this from
1: What moment. I'm saying is... Uh, well, uh, 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 uh.
3: don't you take this no, from
1: no, me. No. i'm not saying let me just let me clarify because I can see you're confused what no. i'm saying you're is, very confusion what i'm saying is even though we have the pressures of society and social media and everything else that set our rules for us be strong enough to set your own rules is what I'm saying live the life you want to live because you're the only one that's going to live it
3: all right so in closing If you think you can set your own rules and live, you're an idiot. Because as my man Thomas just said, no one lives by their own rules. No one can live solely by their own rules. We are all human beings, but we're in a community who have to adapt and adjust to each other's rules. Anyone who says to you, I did it my way, maybe Thomas, you need to change your song because he didn't and you can't. Good night.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks, Don't guys. See you, see you guys. Good week. Bye. Oh, funny.
1: Okay. See you guys. <laughs>